Hey everybody, it's me Amanda with Once in a Wild and welcome back to another Once in a Wild Wednesday. We've got another special guest sitting right next to me and he's going to introduce himself in just a Hi. little bit. Stick around um, and we will go ahead and uh, let's just go ahead and get started. How about it? Okay, everybody, welcome back to Once in a Wild Wednesday. If this is your first time visiting, welcome. We are happy to have new viewers all the time. We're also happy to see our friends, family, and followers, of course, joining back in for another Once in a Wild Wednesday. We're here each and every Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are right here in San Antonio, Texas. That is where we're located. We are a mobile zoo, and we can bring the zoo to your next event, like a birthday. We can also bring animals to a classroom presentation or nursing home for animal therapy, anything you can think of that would uh, benefit you to have animals in <laughs> would be uh, a great option for you. And if you are here in San Antonio, Texas, we can do that for you. Or if you're in surrounding cities too, that is perfectly fine. Just let us know what you're interested in. We can also offer virtual animal encounters as well. As you can see, we are right here right now virtually for you, but you can actually schedule your own private Zoom with us and you can um, pick the animals that you would like to meet. And those are very, very fun as well. If you happen to live outside of the San Antonio, Texas area, we would love to see you on a virtual animal experience coming up soon. That is the best way to support what we do. But remember this live stream is free. So remember though, if you wanna support what we do, get your own animal encounter, or you can actually tip or donate to us. Um, all the proceeds go straight to animal care, as you might imagine, with over 100 animals here. Once in a while, we do have a lot of animals to feed and take care of, so every little bit helps. And a couple of options are uh, Venmo, Cash App, and we also have a PayPal as well. All of those handles are the same, at once in a wild, or dollar sign, once in a wild. And we also have an Amazon wish list at onceinawild.com, where you can pick out items that we've already pre-selected, super easy, for the animals, and there's all sorts of different things like food and toys and caging and all sorts of different things for every price range. So don't worry. Uh, so hello, hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I ask myself that every morning. <laughs> Who am I? Same. <laughs> well, I'm Amanda and... I'm Andrew. Hi, and Andrew. <laughs> I'm CEO and co-founder of Southside Craft Soda. Oh. We're a local craft soda company here in San Antonio, Texas. Also uh, in San Antonio. Wonderful. Right, which yeah. is my hometown, by the way. How about you? Yeah, that's where I'm from right awesome. here. From, from the south side of San Antonio. Excellent. And that's why we named it Southside Craft Soda. That makes sense. Right? <laughs> so me and my co-founder, Greg Spickler, we founded this company about 2017, mm. uh, started making a lot of just uh, local uh, home, home-brewed craft soda, mm. uh, sourcing all sorts of ingredients to try to find something that was unique, but also very San Antonio and South Texas, right? And so that was always, always the goal. Mm -hmm. How could we create, and Greg's from San Antonio as well, mm. but Greg went to Culinary Institute New York. He's a trained chef. Oh, so he knows flavors and 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 we were just trying to make something that was unique that was really ours right and so in 2019 um we came out with our first bottled soda and i can actually have a we came out with our first bottled soda Show everyone this is uh texacola gorgeous uh-oh here it's okay we got a rag hey, technology <laughs> there you go, <laughs> there you go. Uh, texacola and so Texacola, there we go, this way. There you go. Is a, uh, a pure cane, there you go, thank you. <laughs> pure cane uh, uh, cola, sugar, pure cane sugar cola. We've got local honey. It's a oh, citrus uh, cola. It's got orange, real lemon, lime, and orange juice. So you got a nice orange finish. The key to our sodas is that we are 
craft beer people. We come from the craft beer world. That makes sense. And <laughs> craft, Wonderful. Craft beer people making craft soda, which is a little bit different than I always say than soda people making. He's opening it. Make, <laughs> instead of, you know, you can have. Oh, that. yeah. I'm going to try it right now. And uh, I think that. This is the first for once in a while Wednesday having like a taste test. We don't usually uh, taste things with the animals. So <laughs> the animals do the tasting. Yeah. Thing. So mm. that you'll you'll taste the, the citrus in that, and so it's got. Oh, and it says right here, honey infused. Oh yeah, that's really good, but it's not like too strong. It's because really of, subtle. I like that. Because of the cane sugar mm. and the real juice. Yeah. You tend to not get. Um, you tend to not get um, that overbearing sweetness that you get from other sodas. Right. Right, and I think it has, it has a lot to do with the natural juices and the natural cane sugar. Mm. Right. So, so it's a little bit more refreshing. Yeah, I like that. And I'm gonna keep it. A little bit <laughs> right more refreshing than our other sodas, and it's not super carbonated. Right, it's and not that, like I mean, not that I mind that. Right, usually, it's but it's not like you know how sometimes. Right, <laughs> it has a lot to do with that. Has a lot to do with um, the the brewing, um, the uh, the how we make the soda, right? Oh, okay. Because because we're we're making it at a brewery. Versus, I know nothing about yeah. this, but so, I'm fascinated. So, so we make it, we make, we bottle it at a brewery. Mm, and so just like a beer. Right, like a beer. And so, you know, the carbonation, let's say, and I'm actually, I'm going to show you one of our, our very first. There's the brand, you guys. Salt right. sign. You can, you can get that. soda. I see a question from Kathleen. You can get that. And yeah, most, no worries. Most HEBs, Wong's Bodega. Oh, okay. I was going to ask um, you where. Wong's Bodega has it. Um. You can also get it over at. Um, Do you know the Jefferson Bodega? Jefferson Ben Bodega has it. Absolutely awesome. We just did an event the, over there. Yeah, you can go look in there. Ricky cooler. says, "Save me one." Yeah, we'll we'll try, but no promises, Ricky. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. heart eyes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, and then Kathleen is asking really quick, uh, "Where can I buy your drinks?" Which you already answered. I saw some at Smoke Shack Meat Market today, but I won't be back there for a while. Do you mean you won't be back in the San Antonio area, Kathleen, or you won't be back to the particular? place so is it just I, I assume it's just in san antonio no or no well we're, we're 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 in about 130 hebs throughout oh Texas. never mind so we're in about 50, <laughs> in, 50 in houston we're we're in some of the central markets you know here right. in the area but the bodegas like like wong's and jefferson uh, yes. has been great supporters of ours and i'm going to tell you so this, yeah. this is our this is our our limoncito can so we came out with these cans this year and these are kind of like our, I always call yeah, them, I, ca I call them experimental cans because okay. it's one small, <laughs> one small step for man and one giant leap for the fact that we're, able to, right, <laughs> that we're able to do this. So we have these in bottles um, and, and the limoncito is, is, everybody. is mm. real lemon, real lime juice, cane sugar, honey again. Um, uh, again, the, the, the carbonation in this one kind of, I don't think. Shall I think we open it? it? Yeah. We, so carbonation and these are cans. We have more it's just soda, you guys, we, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can add some okay. stuff to Cheers. it. Cheers. Oh, oh, oh like, there, there you go. go. Cheers. Mm. I got to say, I'm not a lemon person, but this is really good. It's the. It's not strong. Right. Which is again, good. That's a compliment. <laughs> right. Because, again, it's the there's a lot more natural juices, carbonation, mm -hmm. right, and the cane sugar. Uh, it really is a. Excellent. It really is a. And it's really so you can taste the carbon. We have more control mm -hmm. over the carbonation mm -hmm. in the can than we do on the bottles, and that's and that's mm -hmm. the mach machinery. You know, we're not a big 
we're not a big fancy soda factory, right? Okay. That we, you know, Again, I, I know yeah. nothing. Yeah. I, I've only seen, you know what I know about soda manufacturing yeah. is like what I saw on Sesame Street. Yeah. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> I know nothing about like, yeah. I've never worked in food service. I've never worked in yeah. anything like that. So yeah, I don't so, know. So, so why you, don't you tell everybody about that a little bit? So because it is, because it is, so people say, what's craft? Well, you know, we actually have people who are putting the recipe together at okay. the at the facility and cool. and sometimes you know there there are there are nuances to the flavor profiles if you're really good at catching them mm -hmm, right and mm -hmm. we tend to be pretty good at that because there's just it's like hey there's something off with with but it's not like it's not like off to where everybody would figure it out mm -hmm, right it's mm -hmm. like oh what did you know what's the difference here or it might be a mm -hmm. it might be a, a an ingredient change mm -hmm. or it might be or it might be the guy who's making the the formula actually mm -hmm. dripped in a couple more extra. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> Whoopsie. Willy Wonka. Yeah, the like, kid fell in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like that sort of thing. There might have been that, <laughs> right? And so, and so, what we've been mm. what we've been able to do is we've been able to take that. We've been able to take uh, this sort of the the, the beer equipment mm -hmm. and convert it over to making soda, oh, right? I and so, which is not the same process, but because of my co-founder Greg, mm -hmm. who's who's kind of a jack of all trades, and he actually works there at the brewery. Um, you know, he understands how to make all that happen, which is which is pretty cool. That's super awesome. So, is it just the two of you that um, own and kind of run the company? We're co-founders. We have a we have a yeah yeah we're co-founders. We we do have a, a group that helps us kind of the the money and. And our that is important, and as, right, as that a small business owner myself, yeah. I know there's a lot of things to worry about. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so, but he and I really were the ones that that uh, we used to make sodas and kegs, go out with the jockey boxes, mm. like the beer. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, if you've <laughs> never, uh, and maybe one day we'll be able to share that experience yeah. again. Uh, real soda, like real, like made in a kettle. Uh, uh, the syrup uh, taken down to uh, uh, taken taken down to the ingredients taken down into a syrup, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. Harvard, I mean Super that. Cool. Yeah, it's just as natural as you can get with off the keg. Yeah. It's just uh, um, the first sodas, the first sodas we ever made. Uh, they would be too expensive to sell. Oh, okay. Right, because you're using. Yeah. You know, we made a we made a we made a red version of our soda. Using real strawberry juice. Okay. And just to give you an idea, five gallons worth of real strawberry juice is like 180 bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you see, it's like, sure. so, but we made it and it was like, wow, this is the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then this you're going really like, good. yeah, like, oh, yeah. We, we'll <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> we'll, sell, we'll sell a cup, we'll sell 12 ounce bottles for $42. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. So let's backtrack a little bit yeah. um, to your background and how, like, have you all, you haven't always been uh, the owner uh, of Southside Sodas, obviously. Oh, no. yeah. obviously. So what is your background a little bit and uh, how did you get, yeah. how did this happen? Yeah, no. <laughs> the story uh, of you. So I'm actually a, uh, a trained graphic designer. Oh, right. So just I've like all, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how we kind of, we're mm -hmm. all kind of in that same, we all kind of were were spawned out of that same era of mm -hmm. graphic designers, mm -hmm. right? Um, but for me, I was always very, even though I understood graphic design, I was always just very curious about um, how brands were built and things were built and oh, okay. all this other, you know. And so, 
So then I had my own marketing graphics company for about 10 or more years. Okay. And, uh, and I kind of strategically placed us into getting um, more uh, food and beverage companies. Okay. So I kind of was you. looking mm -hmm. for that. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I, I ended up, I ended up meeting the owner of Alamo beer, Eugene. Okay. And so that's how that all comes okay. To, okay. to play. I did a lot of work with Adam's extract and spices, okay. which is a lot of that flavor and packing, sure. you know, so all these things sort of, and then there was just this one moment where there was just this one moment where after, after doing my own thing in marketing for so long, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I get it. I like it, but I need, I want something else, mm -hmm. you know? And, <clears throat> and since I love, I love, you know, being around these, these sort of innovators like Eugene Seymour Alamo or Sterling, who was over at Adams and these guys okay. were making things and, mm -hmm. and just being around that energy started saying, you know, yeah. you're like, wow, That's I really, cool. yeah, mm -hmm. I really like this. And I want to know how, and mm -hmm. I, and then I think it's like, you know, I had this, this moment in time where I said, I think I could make this happen. And then I serendipitously, <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, I think so. Not, not, we, <laughs> if it's not, we'll, we'll use it. It's a new word, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I, fine. <laughs> yeah, the, the um, I met Greg at a, I, mean, I saw Greg and Greg had both and I had both worked at at Alamo. Okay, and I said, hey, Greg, I got this wild idea. You want? I'm, I'm thinking about making a craft soda. <laughs> and he's just like, what is he gonna say? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, I want, I want to make a craft soda. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. And I said, look, I said, I'm not too concerned about I'm, I'm not too concerned yeah product mm. placement oh wow yeah mm. sure you are Andrew. i'm not too concerned about <laughs> i'm not too concerned about you know uh, i just want to make it happen right sure. i don't i don't need to be the you know i don't need yeah, to, yeah just, yeah, just like i just want to make it for the dough you're just doing it because you want to right and then, and then we ended up getting enough support early on to help us That's you know great. to help us to help us do this and here we are now all south texas eat you know, is that a word? South Texas. -y. So a new word. We're, <laughs> sure. we're just inventing words just, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like limoncito, mm -hmm. again, kind of based off of an agua fresca, yes. you know, fresh lemon, lemon juice. Uh, and then, and then we and came out wait, with a, there's with our more. Root, yeah, wait, there's, <laughs> but wait, there's, we came out with our root, root beer. Oh boy. Let me Can put we... this here. Yes. Do that. We, we don't want any. Right, laptop. <laughs> or it's the laptop you guys so, right underneath us. <laughs> so root. I remember do this right. There, there you go. There you Can go. See it? Yeah. So root bear. Get that. Get it. Oh, get I it, love that. It. So we're in Bear County. In, in case you guys aren't familiar with San Antonio, it's in Bear County. And, and if you don't know how to say that, then I know. It that looks you're like not, Bexar, but it's Bear. Yeah. And if, you can, and if you can't say it, I know you're not from around here. That's right. That's how. That's a. That's how I. Uh, uh, that's how I do my. Uh, there you go. Yeah, and know, there and there are no bears at once in a while, but there is now. <laughs> there is a. So this is a root beer. You're gonna make me burp out here. Yeah, on right. Live stream yeah. right in front of everybody. One, we're gonna go viral. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> if we burping spill it contest. Too. <laughs> burping contest. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, so root beer. Let me see if I can find my root beer. So root beer, root beer is a traditional root beer. Made with real bear. Yeah. <laughs> made in Bear County with real bear. Uh as a matter of fact, I say that on the side, right? If you ever if you ever go to the side here and you read it says it says on this side, it says Oh bear is pronounced bear. Perfect. <laughs> See, it's a little so this is has a little bit of mesquite bean in super cool in the root beer, traditional root beer. Mm. 
It tastes like a root beer. It's got a nuttiness at the end. If you can taste a little, there's yeah. There's like a there's like it tastes a, great. So there's a there's a there's a uh, uh, if you can pick out the 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 back on the back side of that flavor, and that's a, that's a I, but it also tastes like when it gets really. So that's the thing about craft should soda. Should I put it in a wine glass? Yeah, you should. Uh, it. So so the the thing about craft soda uh, is check it out, you guys. Uh, uh, the uh, the thing about craft soda is um, when it gets colder. The flavor really changes, but all the ingredients, oh, okay. all the ingredients are really good ingredients. So you could drink it warm, and it tastes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, no, why would I do that? It, it, it could, or or as you open it, as it, as it warms up, it still tastes. It's good. not as bad. Yeah, it's not as bad. And I, it, it, I but, believe you. But when when you drink it, when you drink it cold, all the carbonate thing brightens. Mm. So it's always like that's that's so like when you drink. I do taste the the nuttiness now. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) So this last one, and that's root beer. That Uh, was really good. That might be my favorite one. This one's a little more carbonated than the other two so far, but those were lower on the carbonation for sure. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Everybody needs to go buy this if you can find an H E B. You should support Southside Craft Soda. Thank you. Absolutely. Now this one is Beville. Beville. <laughs> Beville. So, so B be- the bears and the bees. The bear- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we gotta open it first. We got the bears and the, the bears, and we're gonna teach you about the bears and the bees. That's, yeah, we are. That's that's bear, not beer. Yes, and not birds. That's but we will exact. meet a bird later. Yeah. So 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 Beville is a interesting soda in the sense that uh, it'll be nothing like you've ever tasted before. It's probably it's probably the uh, craftiest soda we make, meaning that it has several flavors. It's that's got, a dual meaning. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that everything. Everything That's to everything cool. to this point was familiar flavors. Oh, sure. with, I see. with South Texas twists, right? The cola, right. Sure, got sure, the sure, cola. Sure, sure. You, you can taste the orange. You get it. The lemon. You can taste the lemon. The lime. The is this one gonna be like I don't know what it is. When so I so it. it's got cinnamon and honey and cloves and cherry. And, and it would be. Um, I don't know. Here oh. we go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's real life. <laughs> did you guys expect us today? I bet you did it. The um uh the so so it's got honey, it's got vanilla. Um the last version of this, and again I tell people these are craft the new the the, the latest version of this out of our out of our run. Actually the mm. cinnamon came out a little bit more than usual. So oh, sometimes so sometimes so sometimes I'll drink them and I'll go like, what do we what do we do different? Something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I'm like happy. It's like the it's like the it's like the uh, the the guy that dropped the potato in the fryer. Like, oh, oh no, accident! And then French fry. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the Maisie. The same thing. Is <laughs> like, that a true story? I don't know. It uh, it's makes sense to me. But, we're making up yeah, lore so like, as we go. So like the the guy at the brewery, like oh oh cinnamon. I, more cinnamon, more cinnamon. <laughs> more cinnamon. <laughs> so this one I think is the this is one of my. Uh, the earlier versions, so you can actually, if you want to, smell the top note of that. Ooh, that's cinnamony. <laughs> you can. So oh yeah. That is a. And this is the Beville. Yeah, this is Beville. Mmm. 
It's good. But it's it smells stronger than it is. That's yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah. I don't like cinnamon. That, again, I'm not a lemon person. I'm not a right. cinnamon person, but these are really good. So this is, again, it's not. It's I'm not, not lying. It's really good. <laughs> so this, so this cool. one so this one has some cloves. As a matter of fact, it has. Uh, there it is, y'all. Yeah. But it's not a harsh cinnamon, right? It's, no. it's like a flavorful because you have vanilla and honey and you have all these mm -hmm. other ingredients that are that are mixing with it. Yeah, it's great. It gives you, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, 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 I'm uh, telling you guys, it's really good. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we're craft soda company and we, we do stuff and we go like, oh God, I hope that works out. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, so, God. Okay. <laughs> Work me through the process of like coming up with ideas for flavors. And then like, you do just like send out like, like, how does that work? Like, so, what is like step one and then two and three and then before it actually that like does well in the stores? So we, so when we first, so yeah, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> at, at, when we first started, we, Greg just kind of had a, like a, uh, several, flavors right several look several, at this uh, we were just talking about this yes before we began it would be great with rum <laughs> i agree maybe we'll do that uh, after the show yeah. this is a family show you guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're just joining us welcome this is once in a while wednesday and andrew from Southside craft soda is here with us today i hear the uh i hear iguanas like rum is that true? Uh, I or they, or the they do, or they do, or they do. They don't tell anybody. My iguana, she's only like fourteen. She's not over twenty-one oh, yet, okay. so <laughs> we haven't tried. We'll, we'll see what happens. The uh, no, um, so the process is is that is that so coming out of the craft beer world, one of the things you learn right. was that you know the idea of craft is is it's a kind of a bold, you know, if you're a consumer. Mm -hmm you're really taking a risk. You're really mm -hmm. going outside of, Oh yeah. You're going outside of your normal comfort zone when it comes to like work. when you order one, you mean like, Oh, let me try that. Excuse me. Wow. Oh, please let it out. Oh, you win. win. <laughs> I'm getting drunk off my own soda. It's not even alcohol. It's not it's alcohol. Not alcohol. <laughs> Sugar rush. It's been a long day. Sugar rush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So then we ended up, <laughs> I've never burped live. I'll do it again. Yeah. It makes you feel better. The, um, uh, the uh, no, so 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 you, that's why those first three sodas were important, right? Because right, because before you get to a Bevel, right? Oh, right, I, right, true. Before I get you to a Bevel, that's kind of why I did it in that order. Okay. Because uh -huh. so because you're you're you're. You're having to build trust with the customer. Okay. Like, oh, okay, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So when you then bring them, when you bring the customer something, they're gonna buy it. Right, right. You, you know, bring the, today it was free. So I don't right, know. right. So, <laughs> so, so you know, when 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 the customer you're kind of trying to build this trust, mm -hmm. and so by the time they get to this Beville, they go like, well, you know, I really like that one. I really like that one. So these guys, this company must know what it's doing. So I'm gonna buy this to try it, and then. And then you can start introducing that a little sense. bit, a little bit more, you know, uh, bolder or mm -hmm. or pushing the flavor palette process mm -hmm. a little bit. So, so mm -hmm. like for example, you'll um, you'll hear it here first, right? We're developing light craft soda, right? Oh. So what's what's a light craft soda? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, light craft soda is like a light beer, <laughs> just less calories, le less calories yeah. um, still got still got real sugar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You win. <laughs> you're you're 
the winner now. Sorry. He, he took over. <laughs> Pardon me. He, he took over the top spot. Um, the uh, Ricky's um, not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, the so, but we're gonna have the ability to do like an all natural, no preservative, right? So we're looking at okay, what can we do now? That's like watermelon mint or mm. or prickly pear lime, right? So now I can kind of. Now that I've kind is it of, just somebody in their lab like yes I'm gonna come up with idea yeah well well I'm gonna tell you it <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of is witchcraft right? Greg <laughs> right so I'll tell Greg and I'll say hey Greg here's we did a uh, how we ended up with a mesquite bean root beer is we we Greg had gone to um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to burp everybody it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the alternate may not be as plus. Yeah, <laughs> that's burp <laughs> for the for I'm the sake of that. for the sake of the animals. <laughs> hey, animals don't care. <laughs> yeah, so the um, uh, so the what was I going with that? Uh, uh, I was talking about uh, coming up with like oh yeah yeah so you're yeah, yeah, right, right. imagining right, like right, a right. scientist yeah so 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 that's Greg right so Greg, okay so Greg Greg's Greg. a chef trained chef whatever and so. So we'll mm -hmm. sit down and I'll say, you know, we like we did the root beer with the mesquite bean. Mm -hmm. um, one day it was just, you know, he had yeah. he had gone, he had gone to some sort of like uh, state, not state fair, but a little pop up, you know, sure. market in the hill country, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, kind of thing. Farmers market, yeah, farm, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there was this, there was this uh, old lady and his farmer, and they were they were making mesquite bean syrup, right? And so then, and what is that for normally? Like it, it's it a, no, well, it's a, it's a syrup. It's like it's like a honey. Oh, you okay, can, you can, okay, got you. It's actually really it's really good. And then they sense. actually make mesquite bean. Um, they makes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ricky's gonna start giving us his ideas. <laughs> there you go. Well, without. There you go. Oh, they're all gonna have okay. Are they all gonna, they're all gonna end with Ada. Ada. That's that's <laughs> South Texas for you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And so, and so then, uh, we're doing a tasting, mm -hmm. we're doing a, we're doing a taste test, mm -hmm. I don't know, taste test though, research, probably better. Word. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and at the end of it, he goes, Hey, I'm messing around with this root beer with mesquite bean. Mm. And so then he starts handing it out to the, well, <laughs> there you go. It ended with the other. Thanks. Ricky. Jamaica limonada. Is that what you're saying? Jamaica limonada. Sure. We're going to need a really tall bottle to put that on. Yeah. And it does sound good. So then he so then he starts adding and then in the group. See, my mom knew. Man will win the perfect contest. She just did. <laughs> She's... My mom knows me. That was me holding back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The and so the uh, and so he he showed it to this group of, mm -hmm. of and there's college students, right? Like here, and, try this. Yeah, try this. And they're like, oh Kids. my god, and they they like <laughs> they like they liked it more than the soda we were showing them, and you're like, what? And then and then we had to figure out how we could get mesquite bean at a at a at a to where we can make a lot of it. Yeah. Because oh, it's not because sure. it's not that easy. That's probably a challenge with most of your craft ingredients. Like right. you were saying, the, right. the real strawberry. And, and you can't you can't really hmm. and, you, and you have to, you know, as much as you 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 want to source locally, you, mm -hmm. what you have to do is you have to kind of have a blend of 
some local, some, you know, bought, of course. right. Yeah. So that, since you are using some, you know, like we use real honey in all of our soda. That's great. So that's all local honey. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, but you know, there's other things like when we were sourcing citrus, um, you know, we were sourcing it from the Valley Okay. and then, but you know, you're beginning to learn. It's down that, south. Yeah. Not from south Texas. Texas Valley. <laughs> and so you, you begin to like, look at like, okay. Um, they had the big freeze. Yes. Right. So, so, you know, I can't, you can't get, you know, we had enough citrus to run to a certain point. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I can't use Valley citrus. So some, so some of the stuff, like some of our packaging is going to change. Okay. Because, so we're still using real juice, but, 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 but yes, yeah, but you can't, there's like, if, if you can find it and sell it to us, you know, you heard it here. <laughs> contact yeah. Andrew. Yeah, if you can find it and sell it to us, then <laughs> God bless you. Cause you know, right. yeah, cause, yeah, they'll, yeah, cause yeah. they're all telling you, you know, all the farmers down there, they missed that cycle. Right. Mm, and so by yeah. the time it comes back, hopefully better this year. Yeah. Not, that's what not, they're looking not at. Not as crazy as yeah, <laughs> this last sure. winter was a challenge for literally every type of business. Oh gosh. We did not lose power here. Because I think we're on a, a grid where a nursing home is, because it's right around the corner. Mm. So we were actually like kind of having people come over here and stay here. Really? Yeah, because wow. we have the room, and uh, we did not lose power. But we were just like, like me personally, I was losing sleep, like waking up every two hours, like just expecting the power to be off yeah. with all these animals and yeah. trying to evacuate. But it never happened. Thank goodness. I, uh, uh, we didn't either. And for another kind of random reason. Um, we're on the same grid as a, so we live by the, on the South side by the San Antonio river. Uh-huh. And there is a, uh, pump. Yep. Uh, a, okay. <laughs> there, is a, there is a pump that pumps sewage underneath the river and back to the other side. And you never thought you would be happy to live <laughs> to a sewage can't pump. Smell, I can't smell anything, but, no, I'm sure but yeah, but it's just like, it's one of those things that like, okay. you know, like I said, why are you powered? And I was like wondering, and I looked down the street, like, Oh, it's that big pump. You're like, that pump wow. is going to never go down. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're super right. I was like, all right. So oh, we did. But the worst thing that happened to us during the freeze oh. mm -hmm. was we lost our internet. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I, mean, I mean, that's true. It's right? very true. Like, so for first world problems. It is first world problems. At the same time, you know, as you know, we're yeah. online now. Yeah. This is part of our way of life and yeah. how we advertise our business yeah. and we're a new company too as you guys that follow us know um we're brand new as well we're almost the same age company-wide right, yeah sure um and just a couple years old yeah and so of course the times at hand COVID and everything was a big deal uh with starting a new company and having all of our events like canceled luckily i mean you are at least uh like kind of a food item or yeah, drink yeah. item we're so that's a little stores, bit different yeah. but i mean you're still new, so right. that has a lot of challenges. Right. So we, we needed the internet, is what right. I'm trying to say, to to right. do any of our events that were all online. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that is a big deal. Yeah, we were kind of there forced to read books to our kid. I know. <laughs> I know what? No. Imagine that. <laughs> Go Broncos. Go Broncos. From where, Ricky? Are you uh, type that in the wrong uh, feed? You're watching yeah, the football. Ricky. What are you doing? <laughs> Go Broncos. Explain yourself. Is that oh, is that like the the, the valley, maybe? Oh the valley. Oh. McAllen. Ricky Ricky went to school oh. in McAllen, but he's from Reynosa. Mexico. Oh, there you go. And that's that's with the Broncos. <laughs> cherry. Uh, would like, do you have a cherry soda? I bet you do. Do you guys have a cherry soda? Well, we're working on a we're we're working on a mm. strawberry soda. Our oh. Beville, our Beville has cherry in it, uh, ah. but it's but it's mostly like a spicy cherry. It's uh, good, know, Rosal. You should try it. It's like more of a, uh, 
there's it's there's cherry in there, but you know, mm -hmm. like I said, it's it's it, if, if Bevo <laughs> was gonna be categorized, so Dr. Pepper is categorized as a spicy cherry soda. Okay. Got you, got you. Hey, let it out. <laughs> He's being very polite. <laughs> yeah. The um, but yeah, so it's like Dr. Pepper in the, the category spicy cherry. This would be like I this think. would be I a spicy know. cherry. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that either until somebody who knew that told me that. I was like, oh, I never Guess knew what? that. <laughs> I have been to the Dr. Pepper Museum, mm -hmm. old factory over in Waco, right? Yeah. In Waco. Yeah, I have been there. So I take it back. I don't I, I haven't learned everything about sodas from Sesame Street. <laughs> I learned a little bit from going down there one yeah. time because I'm from this area. So we've been all over Texas. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So what else should we talk about? Hmm. So what have you got going on now? Like what should people know? How do they find you? So we're online. Et cetera. I know yeah. where they can find your products. Yeah. So we're online. You can go to at uh, Southside Craft Soda on Facebook and Instagram. So you can, that, that's our handle. Um, got it. Is can, that right? Yeah, that's right. And you can, you can totally. Uh, there it is, you guys. You can just go right there at Southside Craft Soda. And, it? Here and, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right under you. <laughs> there. There we are. Southside <laughs> at Southside Craft Soda. We yeah. know your Instagram, but I didn't realize right. you were on Facebook as well. And Facebook, and then that's Ooh. our you know our website's just southsidecraftsoda.com. Perfect. And uh, we've got a lot of things uh, going on there, and we try to do a lot of events when we can. Oh, very good. Yeah, we would so, love to help you with some events. Yeah. So we, we specialize in as well. We we do events, and and people ask us to come out and just to sample, and so we'll go sample that very sort of good. thing. So. You know, I think there might be something there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So I was going to, um, I think Ricky had mentioned it earlier and we were just talking and chatting. So I didn't see the comment until later. Um, Ricky had said, Ricardo, well, Mola. <laughs> uh, Ricky had said businesses can benefit from once in a while. Yeah. Um, so we actually can help if any of you out there in San Antonio or in the surrounding cities area, um, if you guys ever have like a business launching or anything corporate or et cetera, we can actually bring animals for that too. It's not just for birthdays. It's not just for kids, believe it or not. Um, and whether it's an online kind of virtual experience that we can unite everybody and have a fun little gathering together and learn about animals and just have fun. Or we can actually bring a little petting zoo out for you guys or animal therapy to enjoy or it actually attracts a lot of customers so we were just mm. at the jefferson bodega not too long ago yeah and they do um a lot of pop-up events out there i'm mm -hmm. sure you know that um mm -hmm. for different vendors and things like that and right. they they kind of select the vendors based on what you know who they want out there obviously and they picked us as well and we were really happy to be there it was a lot of fun and we were pretty popular out there so it draw it's a big draw to the actual right. store as well right yeah <laughs> That's and one that's great idea, idea for you guys out. In, yeah, in and I think you're like Chile. you're like one of the only people that does that. <laughs> yes, so we are a pretty unique business as well. Um, you guys are pretty unique in your own way too, but of course people are familiar with sodas. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, our challenge, especially, is what I've what I've noticed at the beginning was just letting people know what the heck we are. <laughs> so, yeah. what is a mobile zoo? Well, we bring the animals to you. We can uh, bring you experiences that nobody else can, and we can get right. you guys close to animals that you may not see otherwise, or maybe you're a little bit nervous around, just mm -hmm. like you were saying, like kind of a building <laughs> that trust. Yeah. You um uh reminded me when you were saying like, oh, try this soda and then try this one, and then maybe buy this one in the future. Sure, that's kind of what we do too. Yeah. So sometimes it takes a, a cute animal to get people hooked and then they can start getting close to animals no, that wow, maybe cool, they wouldn't yeah. I didn't think otherwise, that. you know what yeah. I mean? So you had mentioned you're a little nervous around snakes. So you're gonna start me off with a bunny and end me with a <laughs> man-eating alligator. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a good idea to kind of um, ease people in because you don't want to be like, here you go. If you don't like snakes, you don't throw them on them. I mean, yeah, that's not what we do. Yeah. So that, that's not what we're about. We want to make sure people respect animals. Um, and then we actually, before the, sto the 
show. I can't talk. I promise it's not alcohol. <laughs> it's just soda. <laughs> Sugar rush. <laughs> Woo. Um, so before the show started, you were talking about a little bit of your background with animals. You want to tell everybody about oh, that? Oh, yeah. You I know, would love to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no. So yeah, we uh so I had a we had a marketing company and we were in charge of the city's spay and neuter campaign. Um, uh, and that's kind of part of my background. Mm -hmm. And you know, we had a lot of troubled areas in this community in terms of strays. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. and and part of my job was to help build was to help build the um the strategy around how we, we could get into the neighborhoods right. to begin educating education process and so some of that was animal care of right course, and yeah. i think that i think there was just kind of the more we could kind of reinforce animal care um feeding properly water mm -hmm with leashes, vet you care, know, walk, yeah, care, right, that sort of thing. And that there's a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that people realize how many, how many resources they are, they have Absolutely. access to um, between, you know, between the Humane Society, uh, uh, Pets Alive, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, they get funding from the city to help communities mm -hmm. care for their pets. Yeah, totally. Right? totally. Right? There's it's, no excuse, really. Right, and it's out there. <laughs> but people just don't know. Right, I don't right, think right. people most of the time, not everybody right, is the right. same, but yeah. I think most people don't intend to do things the wrong way right, right. <laughs> or they don't intend to not take care of their pets or right. let their pets go or whatever, or just let them have all the babies they want. Um, I think yeah. it's just a lack of education. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and I, and, 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 I, and like I, I said before, it's, it's when you start getting into these, you know, into communities like mine where I grew mm -hmm. up, you know, there's other needs first, right. right. And, right. and you have to be, you have to be respectful of, you know, a family's needs at first, right? They can afford and, it, then. Right, and, and, and so, and so you just try to be as as understanding and saying, okay, well, what can we do, right? right. Let's start at least the first step of this. And I mm -hmm. think that, you know, going to schools and and demonstrating, you know, pets and pet care, absolutely, right? That's just the first step. At least now, there's some sort of reference point. Oh yeah, and what what year was this, or what year? This was, uh, yeah, no, this was. Um, uh, probably in 2012, oh, okay. 20, gotcha. 2011, somewhere in there. And, uh, they ended the campaign because that actually worked a lot of, because oh. a lot of what we did was a very, I would say low hanging fruit. Cause there yeah. was a lot of resources and there was a lot of community people. So it's just basically connecting the resources mm -hmm. to That's neighborhoods. Cool. Right. And mm -hmm. I, and that, and that was a very simple thing we did and it worked. It's really similar with animal conservation too. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know much about this mm -hmm. in other countries, but it's really similar where people are struggling to even survive day to day, mm -hmm. you know, keep their families alive, much much less, you know, care about animals. Right. So a lot of um a lot of its education and letting like the the native people wherever it might be, maybe it's Africa or South America, wherever, letting them know that their animals that they have there are special. They don't exist anywhere else in the world. Most mm -hmm. people don't know that that, yeah, yeah, that live out in the boonies. Yeah, you know, they don't they children. don't understand. You're good. They don't understand that their animals are in danger. That they're actually going extinct. They think that mm -hmm. they're just everywhere and right. can just you know go ahead and hunt them or whatever. Yeah, yeah no. and a lot of it, like for example, with ivory with elephants, is uh, a lot of people are under the mis misinformation or misunderstanding that ivory just grows back and when they collect right. the ivory they're not actually taking the entire elephant or the whole herd mm -hmm. so a lot of people just assume that when they buy ivory it's harmless it's like antlers on a deer or something right, like right, that. right 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 um, so um, a lot of it is getting we can't go against everybody and try to fight you know and say 
you're doing the wrong thing and whatever because they're just going to be like get away from me yeah this is our lifestyle we, like, yeah. <laughs> or whatever it's like yeah it's like you know we this, this is our life right yeah, it's normal stop, to us stop uh, uh you know trying to start something with me you don't even know me right um, right so they figured out it's kind of the same kind of thing where you have to ease in and, and make friends and if you can safely and yeah. just educate people and show them the real deal, like, like give them an education that they, that they really need. And then all of that kind of just, it just happened on its yeah, own. There was a great, uh, people start appreciating it. There was a, uh, an economist, uh, Ciroli or something like that. And, oh, uh -huh. and, uh, and he was, they would do economic development in African mm -hmm. countries. Oh yeah. Sure. And he talked about how, how they had planted all these things in this, this, in this, uh, in this village because they're going to teach them agriculture right, yeah, right. They're, gonna, they're like we're going to teach okay. you we're going to teach you agriculture <laughs> yeah. so, they, so they started they started putting these fields and all these people from europe had come down they're going to help this african village and then one night they hear all the rustling through the fields mm. and um the next day all the fields were trampled on and all the fruit and veg were eaten and they had asked the villager what happened? He goes, well, the hippopotamus came in and they ate all the vegetation. And he goes, you have hippopotamus here? How come you never told yeah. us? And he goes, well, you never asked us. Don't you have hippopotamus? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you never asked us what was here. You just said, hey, you guys should be growing stuff. Okay. Right. It's like you didn't ask us what we already know and how we can, you know, sort of mm -hmm. meeting meeting uh, the, the people where they're at. Versus trying right. to trying to take change you know, it all, change yeah. it all right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, make, baby steps. Yes, absolutely. And trying to make <laughs> make everything like what you're used to doesn't always work. <laughs> right, right. Just baby so, steps. So that's a big deal with uh, animal conservation. It just reminded me of that. Mm, yeah, cool. Well, very, very good. Do we have any more sodas? I think I think, all I think we got ice now. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll save that for later. Well, I'm gonna move all the sodas aside. Yes. I recommend you do the same we before we get to the actual animal portion. If this is your first time joining us here at Once in a Wild, yeah, welcome. Gonna... We are drinking all the things today. So we've got Andrew here from. Uh oh, Southside Craft Soda. Oh, get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Southside Craft Soda right here in San Antonio. That's right. Uh, we've got plenty of soda for all you guys at home as well. But if you want to try um, these delicious sodas, you can go to your local HEB if you happen to be in the South Texas area. If not, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you live somewhere else. Um, we were just talking about this not too long ago about um, about uh, other grocery stores and other places. Yeah. I've had so many local guests on the show that I sometimes forget that we have guests from all over the place. So, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've never been here before, hello, my name is Amanda and we are once in a wild and we have a special guest today. We don't always have special guests, but we have a lot lined up for the near future. So stay tuned um, and don't forget to follow us at, um, at once in a while, what are we? I forgot. <laughs> at once in a while, we are on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on um, Facebook. YouTube, of course, and if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. We need more subscribers over there. We are pretty low on subscribers for whatever reason on YouTube. We just haven't really uh, gotten too many yet. But if you would do that for us, that is a free way that you can help us out. But you can also help us out in other ways. It's hard to talk. Are you today. on MySpace? Uh, no, <laughs> I used to be on MySpace <laughs> on my personal MySpace. <laughs> oh. For those well, that... kids out there, MySpace used to be a thing before Facebook. Oh, hello. There's Laura. She is the uh, owner and operator of um, Alamo Pop-Up, Alamo Ranch Pop-Up Market. That's what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. She was a guest on the show as well. We would love to hey, have Laura. you at Alamo Ranch Pop-Up Market. Who doesn't love local soda? I think that was supposed to be a question. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Hey, that would. All you just got to no, do is reach out. Nice. Yeah, just reach yeah. out to us and we'll totally... Uh, 
pop up. I'll connect you guys after the show's over. But if you've never seen the show before, we always bring animals as well. Uh, and you just talked about your background with animals a little bit. Yeah. Do you have any animals at home? Oh yeah, we got, we got we got Pebbles as our dog. Aww. And Pebbles, Pebbles is a dog. yeah, Pebbles is a dog. Pebbles is a, uh, a pit mix. Very good. Who's a very <laughs> very shy and quiet dog. And, except when it comes to she's a very interesting temperament where you know you could put a you could put a, a baby next to her and she'd be very quiet and calm, but you put another dog next to her oh. and it's almost as if like like calm down. Well this is how I explain it. She doesn't know her own strength. Oh, okay. She thinks she's playing. Oh, so she's not mean to the dog. Yeah, yeah, she, no. She loves the dog. She thinks, she, but she thinks she's playing, and so it's just like it's just like I always think of like you know. So I've always been a big kid. You know, as a big kid, you're always like you like I'm gonna play Absolutely. with all the kids, and you're like boom, boom. By the time you know it, all yeah. the kids are crying because you're like you know. And you're, you're like what? What did I do? I just uh, I was just hugging you, <laughs> like <"Argh." laughs> hugging the Aww. hugging the air. So that's the way Pebbles is, right? Pebbles is she like plays she plays rough, and so it's like come on, Pebbles, you can't. Aww. Do that. It's like I know you're trying. I know you're trying to play play nice, but that's. Pebbles. Is she young still? Yeah, she's about four years old. Oh, okay. So young? I don't know. Three years old? Yeah, that's yeah, young, but not yeah. too young. But yeah. that just might be her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she was a rescue. Okay. Yeah. So I think that. So I don't know what her past was. So maybe mm. there was. Maybe there oh. was some trauma there with some other dogs. Maybe. Maybe she's know. just like, be my friend or else. <laughs> 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 no, that's sweet, though. Uh, what color is she? She's white. She's almost got like Dalmatian spots oh, on cute. her. Oh, cute. Right? So you can kind of, she loves the sun. She always gets sunburned. Oh, it's just that kind of, you know, sunscreen. Just, yeah, no, we have to put sunscreen <laughs> oh, on. Oh, you do? Yeah, you have Aww. to put like, because she oh, yeah, sure. she just like, likes to just lay in the sun. So, oh, you know, my goodness. Like, you get sunburned, stop laying in the sun. <laughs> like all of us yeah pale skin people too <laughs> speaking for myself well um would you like to meet some animals now? i would love to meet okay some so animals. we have three animals today we typically bring three it's a nice little number it's kind of my favorite number and uh let's just go ahead and meet a reptile first i'm gonna bring him all out right. so um this once i get a hold of him i will move the travel enclosure over <sighs> yeah so this is BT. <laughs> BT is a blue tongue skink, and this type of lizard comes from Australia. You're welcome to actually go ahead and uh, touch him on the, I'll, I'll hold him for you, okay. but you can touch him on the back Ooh. there. They're really smooth. I think they've got, well, this guy lives in mulch, so he's got a little bit of mulch still on top oh, of him yeah. there. Oh, um, but they're really nice. smooth, kind of like a snake, right? <laughs> yeah. And you had mentioned to Hello. me that you're not super fan of snakes um yeah, but um, but this is kind of a compromise because they yeah. do look like snakes um but they're not they're a lizard so this type of lizard lives in australia and the skinks um actually come from all over the can world I, too can i play tourist you totally I'm can uh, that happens gonna, a lot gonna, here on the show we're gonna play tourist on here we go hi, tour, hi. <laughs> Awesome. Say hi, BT, and smile. <laughs> so um, they are uh, a type of lizard only found in Australia, but this type of lizard in general, the skink family, they live right here in Texas as well. Really? So we have skinks that are much smaller than this. They're no longer than his tail. And uh, they stay pretty small, and they stay hidden underneath the leaf litter and things like that. Where and at? they're usually, they're all over the place. Really? So if you are into gardening at home and you live in Texas or anywhere in the United States, you've probably seen these guys. You just didn't know it. Um, it's not the same species as him. This is a blue tongue skink, which is far larger. Um, but the skinks are very slender. They almost look like snakes. Mm -hmm. um, and they have very small legs. 
and mm -hmm. very, very smooth and uh, kind of uh, uh, shiny scales, really pretty. They almost look slimy, but they're not, right? Yeah, very. Yeah. He's very, very dry. Yeah. He doesn't have any slime. He's not an amphibian or a fish. <laughs> Are you looking at <laughs> He's me? He's a lizard. At That's me. fine. Yeah, they're very observant. Hi, lizard. Yeah. So BT, we don't really know his or her gender. This species is really hard to tell. Um, so we just went with a, a gender neutral name. BT stands for blue tongue, but it's also a famous trans artist, the, the oh. <laughs> Brian Transo, which is the father of trans music. So I love him. So I, I went with that name. Uh, this lizard, like I said, they're from Australia and their main enemies out there in the wild are going to be animals like birds of prey, bigger lizards, foxes, other mammals like that. Mm. And can you guess what their like tactic is to stay safe? What would this lizard do to stay safe, do you think? Um, hmm. Play dead? That's a great guess, <laughs> but they do pretend not to die. <laughs> they pretend to do something else. So you mentioned- Oh, like that, snakes? Yeah, they pretend to be a snake. Ah. <laughs> so this lizard would be like on the ground flat like this. Imagine oh, my, yeah. my hands or the ground. And they kind of scoot along almost like a, a little dachshund or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have super short legs, almost non-existent legs, right? In fact, one of their close cousins is a legless lizard. So oh. those type of lizards have no legs oh, at all. They've evolved wow. to have no legs. They're in the same family though. Mm -hmm. um, so they look like a snake because it's easy mm -hmm. to hide their legs in the in the leaves or the grass or wherever. Yeah. And they kind of slither along and they look just like one. And if you were looking, especially overhead, because most animals are looking down at him, right? Especially from above like a bird, but also even oh. like a little bit of a bigger animal, it looks like a viper. Oh, um, yeah, no, have, I was looking at the head there, and it was kind of intimidating me. Yeah, so they, they have a triangular-shaped head. Not, yeah. not that that is a good indicator in general yeah, the yeah. snake is venomous, but a lot of venomous snakes do have a triangular-shaped head, like a viper. And there is a really cool snake called a death adder in Australia. Sounds very, very scary, death adder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. It's actually venomous. Um, and they are a very common snake out there in the Australian continent, and they look just like them. They have a similar pattern. A very, very similar shaped head and even a blue tongue as well. So they look kind of like them at first glance, especially to another animal from far away. Yeah. Um, and that would help to, to deter. What's the side here? Does it say? I think, what is that? That is a great question. Ear? So those little holes on the side of his head yeah. there, those yeah. are his ears. Oh. They're little ear holes. This type of lizard um, has really good hearing. They have really good eyesight, smell, taste, and touch. So all oh, five wow. senses. Um, they're very, very smart and they're very sensitive to all five senses, like I said. Um, and uh, if they do get grabbed by a predator, they can lose their tail. That's another way to stay safe oh, if wow. an animal does grab them by the tail. You probably heard of like geckos and other lizards losing their mm -hmm. tail. And um, just like most lizards that do that, they can grow it back as well. So if the tail comes off, it can grow back eventually. It takes months and months to do that though. So it's not yeah. something they want to do. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, a last ditch effort yeah, yeah, <laughs> to stay safe, that. but it can help. Wow, do they drink soda? <laughs> he probably would, but it wouldn't uh, be good for them. <laughs> but this is an omnivore. Yeah. They eat all kinds of stuff in the wild. So they'll eat things like um, fruits mm -hmm. and uh, vegetables of all kinds. And mm -hmm. they'll also eat eggs and bugs and other animals and oh, stuff wow. like that too. So they have a very, uh, very varied diet. They're no, not, not picky, picky at all. <laughs> kind of like the pigs of the lizard world. <laughs> very, very good at eating almost anything. They're not the best hunters in the world because they're not the fastest. They mm -hmm. kind of scoot along on their mm -hmm. little legs that they have, right? And uh, But if they can find something that's already passed away, like a dead animal, right? Or an egg. <laughs> that just happens to be laying there, they will eat it. There you go. So his favorite foods, can you guess what it is? Hmm. 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 Bug of some sort? They definitely will eat bugs. He's a little bit lazy though. He likes dead bugs. <laughs> oh. um, his favorites are actually things like bananas. <laughs> oh, okay. He really likes bananas. That's a lot of, that's, if you can find them, they don't really do a, put up a fight. 
That's right. They're not going to split on you, are they? Uh, <laughs> they're not going to run away and split on you. What's Mozart's? <laughs> I wish I wrote that joke. What's Mozart's? What's Mozart's favorite fruit? Banana. Thank you. <laughs> Thank oh. you. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Sorry. That's all, all the dad jokes today. <laughs> since we're talking about bananas. Banana. <laughs> I love that. No, they'll, they'll eat anything they can find that, that's like fallen fruit or anything. They don't climb the trees and get the bananas yeah. themselves, obviously. They're really right. bad at climbing. Right. <laughs> they have very, very tiny legs. They are what we call terrestrial, which means mm -hmm. on the ground. Uh, terrestrial or subterrestrial underground <laughs> they'll sometimes go under the ground to like get away from the sun or get away from danger things like that go go away to sleep underneath something mm -hmm. um they are diurnal you know what that means they can wake up at night and the daytime they can that's a great guess <laughs> it's like us so they're mostly active in the day oh, okay so as a species goes i mean i know mm -hmm. some people are they more nocturnal party. than they others they don't party till two or three o'clock not really regret it the next day when they show up to work at no night. no they're not a nocturnal lizard though okay. a lot of lizards are nocturnal mm -hmm. or they might be a little bit of both but they're pretty diurnal mm -hmm. so in the night they'll go away underground or under a cave or under something and go to sleep shut their eyes and take sure. a take a nice sleep and then come out on the day and like any reptile, they do need to sunbathe from time to time, kind of like your dog. Yeah, yeah, She thinks she's a reptile, I guess. Little yeah, Miss Pebbles. yeah, yeah. Right. I she's a reptile. <laughs> I was going to say, we do have a Dino. And Dino yeah. is a another type of lizard I'll show you later. But uh, we have a Dino and you have a Pebbles. How cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a Bam Bam. We don't yeah, have a Bam Bam yet. <laughs> oh, that's what she does, though. Oh, when she yeah. plays Bam Bam. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> she's very rough. Ha, ha 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 Get it? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! All the dad jokes. Well, these guys are really cool. They're actually um, speaking of pets, they're one of the um, lizards that I would kind of recommend for pets. If you guys are into lizards and reptiles, and you're looking for a pet lizard, I don't recommend pet lizards for every family because I think it takes a lot of research and special knowledge to take good care of them. Uh, just like we were talking about with all the the dogs out there and all the cats out there, um, you need of course special vet care for these guys because they're not dogs and cats <laughs> and they're not domesticated. But blue tongue skinks do make pretty decent pet lizards for the right family. Um, they're pretty easy to take care of. They don't get enormous. They get about a third larger than this they're not like a big giant iguana or something like that and as you can see they're not aggressive they're very yeah, sweet they're very <laughs> and they're easy to feed because they're not picky <laughs> at all and yeah. they don't usually get a lot of health issues either so i do like a blue that, tongue that skin. is there you go blue tongue skink are they cool and they call him a blue tongue skink because they do have a blue tongue he doesn't always stick it out for us but sometimes he does sometimes he doesn't but they, they tend to stick it out more when they're of course they're eating looking mm -hmm. for food tasting the air things like that pretty cool, cool. any other questions about that's them? about it they're pretty cool i'm gonna make sure nobody has questions down below if you guys do have questions about the animals of course don't be shy this is always a interactive event um i guess you're learning everything or you i'm telling you everything you already wanted to know about the blue tongue skin because nobody has questions that's okay mm -hmm. and those of you that have been following us for a long time you've seen bt before he's a frequent flyer here on the show and you can probably see why he's a great animal ambassador so we call our animals animal ambassadors because yeah. they represent their species and some of them can be pets potentially and some of them cannot so all three of the animals we brought today are potential pets for the right family but of course always do your research and um pets are not toys so we want to make sure you're not impulse buying any any animal even a dog <laughs> right all right well bt did a great job like you like i said those are the ears right there you can see them really well in that shot there they are so he, mammals are really the only animals that have like the flappy part on the ear you mm -hmm. ever think about that no. everybody 
everybody, every animal that has ears, they have an ear hole, but not necessarily this weird thing that we have. Mm, That's only a mammal thing. Uh, birds don't have that. Yeah. Reptiles don't have that. Keeps them more streamlined, right? I'm going to put BT away. And we're actually going to meet a mammal next. Nice segue. Mammals, of course, have hair. They're warm-blooded. They're When they have babies, they give milk to their babies and all of that. What am I in meeting now? A mammal. It's a surprise mammal. Oh, it's a surprise. That's what it was. I was like, what's a surprise mammal? Oh, don't worry. This guy's really cute. Look at this. Look at this guy. He's what super hairy. Oh, yeah. Do you know what this is? Uh, <laughs> oh. It's not a lizard. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Muckrat. <laughs> it's a mogwai. <laughs> so this is Billy Joe. He's named after Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. And he is a guinea pig. <laughs> guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, he is. So he's, he's an Abyssinian guinea pig, which is a special breed. A nice set of hair here. He's got really wacky hair, which wow. I love. His hair does not have to be styled like this. It just grows like this. Super jealous of him. He never has to worry about styling it or putting any product. <laughs> uh, he has even like a, like a faux hawk. If you look at the, the picture from there, it looks like a multicolored faux hawk. Pretty cool. So guinea pigs are actually pretty common pets. I think they make pretty decent pets too for the right family. Um, they are pretty high maintenance though. They're not quite as high maintenance as like a cat or a dog, but they take a lot of cleanup. They need a lot of running space. Guinea pigs are awake for 20 hours a day. What? They do not sleep very much. They're what uh, we call crepuscular, which is not diurnal or nocturnal. They're just up and down, up and down all day. Got a and lot on their mind? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, they do have to eat a lot in order to feel, uh, I guess, satisfied. <laughs> They're just oh, little, wow. little gluttons. But they also have to um, continuously work their digestive system. So they're grazers. They're going to graze on grasses and things like plants and stuff like that. That makes them an herbivore, right? So they don't eat eggs or other animals like the skink. <laughs> they yeah. only eat vegetables. Tourist Make time. sure and get a picture of him. Yeah. He is so cute. All Guinea right. pigs are typically very non-aggressive. Um, they are domesticated. There you go, one more time. Yeah, no problem. Hey. Mm, oh, um, guinea so pigs cute. are um, typically non-aggressive. They're domesticated. They've actually been yeah. domesticated for over 5,000 years. Really? Do you know where they originally come from? 5,000 years. Mm -hmm. uh, guinea pig. Guinea. You would think. <laughs> wait, no, wait. They're question. not from is guinea. That, is that a trick question? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so they're hairy. So somewhere that's cooler climate maybe. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would say. Well, I'll give you a clue. They don't look like this in the wild. Oh. They are the same shape. They have much shorter hair, so they don't have much. So of a mount, mountainous area. Sometimes. Um, I'm going to say so like. Let me tell you Northern who domesticated Africa. them, Egyptians. not Africa. And they're not oh. from Guinea. So the reason they're called the Guinea pig is because they used to cost one Guinea in Europe. But they're ah. not from Europe either. So this animal, um, as a wild animal, is called the Kui or Kavi. Mm -hmm. The word cooey comes from South America. Ah, yes. threw me off. So they, I know, but most people don't know that, even though it's a super common animal to see in the pet trade. Um, they are, they were domesticated 5,000 years ago, or probably far longer in history. We don't have records that are, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, by the Incas. The Incas oh, domesticated wow. them. Yeah. And they domesticated them for food purposes. Don't tell Billy Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they domesticated them for farming. So they would really? actually eat these guys. Um, they're easy to keep. They stay pretty small. This is as big as they get. They're potato sized. <laughs> and so it's like a, like a meat potato. <laughs> ah. 
but they're they're easy to feed. They uh, they breed very readily, and they actually their their babies are um, a lot more developed when they're born than other rodents. So they they grow up very quickly, and they can have their own babies right away. Um, so it's kind of like farming squirrels that don't climb. So super uh, easy. They can't climb out of their pens. They can keep them in very very short fencing. Ingenious. And they're not gonna, uh-huh. of course, fly away, jump away. Um, but in the wild, they have very short hair like a squirrel without the tail. So imagine uh, a squirrel with no tail with squattier legs that runs yeah. around the ground, kind of like a big hamster. That's what they okay. are. They're just a rodent. Pretty cool. And of course, being a rodent running around in South America, they are prey. They're not predators. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a lot of animals that eat them in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so their their main way to get away and from danger and stay safe. Let me let you guess that too. What do you think they would do if they are in a dangerous situation? Something's chasing them. Um, <laughs> they can't they, climb. They, uh, <laughs> they don't uh, really bite. They have a tiny mouth. They judo. <laughs> <laughs> They'll kick. No, their main way to stay safe is just living in big groups. So being being uh, uh, the fastest out of your group is the best way to stay alive. <laughs> so you don't have to be the fastest guinea pig in the world, just the fastest out of your friends. In order to not be there you go. And they have a lot of babies and they keep those numbers up because of that. But there's always safety in numbers with prey animals. Yeah. That's why birds flock together yeah. and why gazelles run together in herds, right? It's like that hair. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Does it shed a lot or is it just they really don't? Um this this type of breed, it's a breed of guinea pigs, Abyssinian. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really shed a whole lot. It's it's more hair than fur kind of like us so when you brush them and stuff like that it'll come out but it's mm. not too much. yeah okay cool yeah and we do have another um guinea pig who's a peruvian and he has very long hair so we have to like trim his hair mm. and give him baths and things like that um more frequently than these guys and brush them every day but this guy's very low maintenance in comparison awesome pretty cool so that's what they would do there they feel much much more comfortable in groups and they're very social but that also makes them a good pet because they are social mm-hmm. with humans as well mm-hmm. after being domesticated for 5,000 years, they should be. It's kind of like cats and dogs. Pretty cool. But cats and dogs, of course, are predators. So these guys are a little bit different in their behavior. Um, But uh, as you can see, he's very, very easy to handle. Look at those eyes. Oh my goodness. Again, all five senses on him too, right? Of course. (laughs) He's got all five senses just like we do. Pretty cool. And they have um, very short legs. So no climbing for them. Like I said, another terrestrial type animal as well. All right. Well, that is Billy Joe. What do we have next? So all of our um, guinea pigs, we have four of them, by the way. Um, they're all named after punk rockers. <laughs> we have Billy Joe Armstrong, Iggy Pop. Um, we have Noodles and Dexter from The Offspring as well. So those are all four of our guinea pigs. Awesome. So I'll let um, Billy Joe go back down and rest. And you guys can actually meet Billy Joe at any of our pop-ups that we do. We do bring out guinea pigs usually for our petting zoo experiences. That's one thing that we can actually set up for you guys to enjoy. Um, typically that's going to include some guinea pigs, our rabbit, um, our ducks, a bearded dragon lizard, which is a different species than BT, um, our tortoises. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, but that is all that we have in the petting zoo. Oh yes. And humans. (laughs) (laughs) Humans. So our final animal is actually going to be, um, sometimes in the trees. So arboreal is what we call animals that live in the Mm -hmm. trees and sometimes in the sky as well. I don't know if there's a word for that, (laughs) but they do fly as well, which you guys can probably guess what it's going to be. It's going to be a bird next. So I'm actually going to step away and go get him while I'm stepping away. Would you mind uh, just telling everybody what's going on with you once more and where they can find you and who you are if they're just joining up? (laughs) Hi, welcome to once in a while. (laughs) It's our our (laughs) newest I am, uh, I'm adjusting myself here. 
How y'all doing? Waiting for a bird. So I'm Andrew, Southside Craft Soda. Uh, you can find our products at HEB, Central Market, that sort of thing. Birds love our soda. <laughs> they love the colors. We ready? Yeah. Oh, I bet he would like the colors. Hello. So this uh, is another Australian native. Um, not particularly the individual, but the species. And it's a cockatiel. You've probably seen a cockatiel before. They're actually a pretty common uh, pet bird. He doesn't really enjoy being touched, but you can 100% take his picture. He doesn't like mind pictures? that at all. Yay. He's very vain. So uh, he thinks yeah. that he is so beautiful. This yeah. is Evie, everybody. That's Evie cool. is a male. We named him Evie before we knew what gender he was, but it just kind of stayed. <laughs> and that is okay. It's 20. 22, 2021? 21. What year is it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's 2021. He can forever be stuck a girl or a boy, whatever he wants to be. Uh, forever, yeah, we're <laughs> forever stuck in whatever year. But this is Evie. He is a cockatiel, and these guys are related to other parrots. They're in the parrot family. Mm. And you probably heard of a parrot before. I'm just trying to make sure he's in view here. I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, forget about Andrew. No. <laughs> so they're just a tiny parrot. They're technically good. a parakeet, which is just a smaller parrot. And they're in the cockatoo family. So you've probably heard of a cockatoo as well. Uh, cockatoos are just big versions of this guy. Um, cockatoos and cockatiels are from Australia. So they're from the same continent natively. And uh, Evie is the same coloration they would be in the wild. They're mostly gray and they have white on the front of their wings and a yellow head and orange cheeks. The orange cheeks are typically for looking really beautiful to get a girlfriend. So birds that have bright plumage like that, they typically are trying to attract mates, at least when they're when they're ready for mates, right? <laughs> and what's really fun about parrot species like him is they are monogamous birds. So they will actually mm. mate for life. So these guys will find each other and then kind of be in a little marriage. Wow. Um, they're also great parents, parrot parents, and uh, they will raise their babies equally together. Mom and dad will both sit on the eggs when they're incubating them. You wanna come here? You wanna come to the other hand? That might be a little more comfortable for me. Would you mind? Oh, wow. There you go. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold, hold this hand up instead. So, and um, they will both feed their babies equally, and they kind of have an equal partnership in that way, which wow. I love. Um, these guys can have babies about once a year, and they usually have anywhere from two to about five babies each time. So they do have quite a few babies every single year, a lot more than most humans, right? Wow. Pretty cool. You know have you ever seen a cockatiel a... before? I'm sure no. you have. You haven't? Well, not up this close. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They... Usually, usually they're usually they're chasing me down the street oh birds in general yeah no. mm. <laughs> what have you it, done to our birds to make I, them chase you I, I, I smell like bird feed oh i see well <laughs> guess what Bur most birds do not have a sense of smell oh, well, so that cannot be right yeah <laughs> Busted. So, uh, one really cool um myth that i always like to kind of uh tell people that's not true is that if you touch a baby bird the mom will reject them from smelling you on them. Now, the mom may not take the baby bird back because maybe she meant to get rid of it in the first place. Oh. Um, so sometimes if you put a baby bird back into its nest, the mom was like, you know, yeah. it, you it's know out that. of the nest for a reason. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, uh, you know, uh, sick or something like that. And the mom is like, well, I'm I'm doing this on purpose. Oh, sorry, Evie, I didn't mean to scare you with the towel. I just want to make sure we don't have any bird mess on our keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard that there was um, like a, group of parakeets that lived along the river that is true i believe yeah, they are quaker I, parakeets yeah i believe they're uh, quaker parakeets and that is a uh, non-native species as well yeah. obviously there's no native species to north america but there are a lot of in south america right yeah. um so those guys are uh 
not the best for the environment, but they are there. You yeah, were right. I heard, yeah, I heard about that. And yeah. What's been really cool is I, I, I kind of live on the, uh, amongst the trees because oh, yeah. we're kind of on the four story there by a golf, by the, the by the river. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of those, uh, uh, a lot of eagles are from, are, you know, have been coming up from, uh, I didn't see those in, I never had seen one until recently. Very cool. I would love to out. see um, the birds that you're seeing so I can identify them for you yeah. and tell you what species they are. You can send them to me next time now that we have each other's number. Yeah, totally. That is something that I do all the time, by the way, you guys. Uh, if you have animals in your own backyard, like a snake or yeah. whatever, a lot of people see snakes and they don't know what to do. Um, so they will um, send me photos of said snake and right. uh, I will tell them, oh, it's, it's fine. It's just a harmless whatever. And they can leave it alone. <laughs> we've got, Same yeah. thing with birds. I, I'd be happy to... Yeah, show you guys cool. what's being <laughs> jump right into my face. Um, like so that. Evie's actually flight trained, as you can see, he can fly. Ah. And uh <laughs> he is trained to fly to my hand, but no promises. <laughs> you see like your light flash before you yeah, I, I just saw your rating shoot up in the air by me being I bet that was really funny. I can't wait to watch that one back. <laughs> Evie is definitely harmless, he won't hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> that makes you feel any better, but we are pretty close to one another, so I can understand if you're not used to it. Never had a <laughs> Never had a bird on my nose. You almost did. <laughs> almost did. <laughs> so these guys are also a common pet sometimes, but I do not recommend birds for most people. Birds are very high maintenance. They are um, very messy, number one. Uh, they do eat all day long as well and make a ton of mess, but that's part of their job in nature is actually seed dispersing. So they mm. will eat a lot of things with seeds in mm. them, like fruits, etc., or just seeds in general. This is a seed eating um, bird in the wild. They eat a lot of small seeds. As you can see, he's eating seeds right now. Doesn't and they humans. spill a lot of them. They don't eat humans. No, most birds do not eat humans. And they're certainly too small to hurt anybody. Um, they're vegetarian anyway. Awesome. But as you can see, he's um, dropping a lot of the seeds yeah. along the way. But that actually plants trees and plants all over the place, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. So it's going to plant uh, life everywhere as they go. But that is a very um, inconvenient thing in your home, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? To be able to, to have to pick all that up, of course. But also they are pooping about every five to 10 minutes. Seed spreading too, right? Seeds dispersion as well. So yeah, that will yeah, also yeah. spread seeds, um, but also something you have to think about in your own house. So the reason that they go to the restroom so often, of course they are planting trees, but a reason for them selfishly is to keep them lightweight. So they can fly away. That's their main defense. So this animal is another prey type animal. And um, if they were to see a predator, their main instinct is to fly away to safety, right? Mm -hmm. Stay in big groups, like we said with the guinea pig. And also fly away into a tree where they can't be seen as easily. Uh, maybe they're on the ground looking for seeds on the ground. They need to fly up. Mm -hmm. um, if they're too heavy, then they can't get away as quickly. So that's really, really handy wow. for them to be able to just go to the bathroom every, yeah. you know, every five minutes. <laughs> and birds don't even really have a traditional bladder anyway. Um, they actually um, have less internal yeah. organs than most other animals. And that is because they need to be, here we go again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and that is um, just because they're totally designed differently. So they don't have like extra organs like we do, like an appendix. They don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't have it. They don't breathe with lungs either. They actually have an internal system that's an air sac system um, that is like kind of more throughout their body cavity, but it's very lightweight. Uh, Isn't I that see. interesting? That is very interesting. And of course they have semi-hollow bones as well, which keep them lightweight. Wow. Pretty cool. And no teeth. <laughs> no teeth, right? They have a beak instead. So that keeps them very light. You are so pretty, Evie. A lot of people ask me if he talks. 
Oh, I was going through um, why they don't make good pets. They're also very smart, so they take a lot of training. Um, not every bird is as nice as Evie. <laughs> mm. Some birds do uh, bite humans, right? And they mm. have a very, very strong beak, even for a bird this size. Their beak is designed to crack open seeds and nuts, um, so they can bite. And uh, not every bird is happy being in like a home where they're not getting a lot of attention and things like that. So they need a lot of attention. We have multiple, multiple birds, so they get each other. But he also mm. gets a lot of attention from his right. humans as well. It's a lot to think about before you actually get a pet like that. Um, however, there are a lot of people that do have cockatiels. They are pretty cool. Um, a lot of people ask me if he talks. <laughs> he does talk. So Evie is a pretty big talker for a cockatiel and he usually knows what's next. I have a little mirror that he loves to look at himself because he's very, very vain. And he will check himself out and usually talk once he finishes his treat. I'll see if he will do that for you guys. And then we'll start saying goodbye, I think. Evie, you ready? Let's say hi. Everybody can see his reflection there in the, what do you think? Oh, very, very pretty. Uh, yes. Yeah, you are very pretty. Yeah, we went over this already. <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Kisses, okay. I think he's trying to say hi. Say hi. <laughs> what do you think, more? Hey, he's looking at me now. Yeah, I see that. Hey, Look yeah. at that. Inception. <laughs> well, I, you know. Super uh, cool. He he does the, do that to humans as well. This is just the easiest way to get him to talk on cue. You're just going to keep whistling the whole time? I promise he says more things. Can you, you do, uh, he does a well, really good impression of a spray bottle. <laughs> we do a lot of cleaning around here. Can you do a spray bottle? Can you do it? There you go. Good job. Yep, that's how we clean up. <laughs> what else do you know? Is that it? <laughs> what do you think? Is <laughs> Very cool. Now he'll never stop. Good boy. Well. Okay. That's enough. What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can do a burp. Oh, too. yeah. Maybe he'll learn that from me. I'm sure he will eventually. Well, you guys, this is our last animal, and I know we're running a little bit late, so um, it's been a lot of fun. This has been a first here at Once in a Wild, having like a burping contest and yeah, a soda cool. drinking, uh, taste testing. What do you call that? Yeah, taste testing. Taste testing, Whatever sure. <laughs> And of course, Evie being a ham as usual. Say Sandor. Yeah, he does say Sandor. Sandor is the name of our giant rabbit. And he does say, oh. yeah, he'll do whatever he wants now. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, uh, he says, uh, Sandor. He says, Pikachu. He said, because he's, he's an Evie. Pikachu, Evie. Come here. Nah. And he'll say, come here. He'll say, step up. He'll say, perch. But it's hard to get him to do it like, live <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but he loves to whistle he loves to uh, do the spray bottle so mm -hmm. that's pretty easy <laughs> okay i hope you had fun i did Andrew. this is fun i enjoyed it a first for you as well I yeah assume. absolutely yeah <laughs> never gonna had... make sure we're in focus here keep going yeah <laughs> yeah no it's been fantastic I've so which myself. animal was your favorite hmm. Hmm. that's hard to don't tell Evie. It's, yeah, not... <laughs> it's absolutely you Evie. it's Evie. Yeah. evie's gonna log gonna us gonna out Oh yes, he is. He's uh hey Richard, it's good to see you. Um I'm glad you got here even though it was a little later. 
Actually, a little bit. <laughs> uh, this usually is a one-woman show, but we do have not a woman. <laughs> we have a bird yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Andrew yeah, today. Yeah. So this is how he thinks he's going to get more treats by leaving and coming back. Super cute. Thank you. So this is actually Evie. Evie is a male. Uh, we did name Evie when he was a baby and he looked like a female at the time. He actually had a lot of different markings, which typically mean female, but he grew out of those feathers and is a hundred percent boy. And we know that by his behavior and uh, him being very vain. Come here. You're, you're going to turn us off if you're not. He's like, it's time to go <laughs> in the show already, I mean. <laughs> so as you guys know, birds have a mind of their own sometimes. Get on my shoulder. <laughs> there you go. And uh, they do what they want, don't they? Yes, they do. Thank you, Sunset Wildlife Connection, for being here. We would love to have you on the show sometime. They're a they're dear friend of mine who uh, has opened up their own animal outreach as well. Yeah. Well, you guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having patience with us as we were, you know, burping and carrying on. Uh, it was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm really happy that you were here today. Sure, I'm happy to be here. And uh, like like we said over and over again, this is where you can find this guy, SouthsideCraftSoda.com as well, yeah. but also on uh, social media at SouthsideCraftSoda. So That's check it. them out. Visit your local HEB or bodega near you yeah. yep. and get some Southside Craft Sodas. You won't regret it. They were delicious. We have more sodas to drink coming up soon. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll mix them with a little more here in a little bit. Yeah, that'll be the next time. That'll be the next time. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us. Once again, we are here each and every Wednesday evening evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Next week, we will have another guest. So <laughs> Evie's excited for that, apparently. Mm -hmm. He's dancing. And uh, we'll have some more animals to show you guys and learn about, as always. And uh, just stay tuned for things coming up. Now he's going to talk. There you go. He's ready. Okay. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye.